customers are rushing to your store. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a mm, real POS? You need Shopify for retail. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything you need to sell in person. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into the one source of truth. Track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. Connect with customers in line and online. Shopify helps you drive store traffic with plug-and-play tools built for marketing campaigns from TikTok to Instagram and beyond. Get hardware that fits your business. Take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point-of-sale system, or use Shopify's POS Go mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash theathletic, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash theathletic to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash theathletic. Welcome to Spin Ray presented by Topps. Check out Topps Project 70, celebrating 70 years of Topps baseball cards. That's right, this is Spin Ray, the Athletics Toronto Blue Jays podcast. My name is Drew Fairservice, and I am thankful that you have tuned us in today. Still talking about the Toronto Blue Jays, talking about today, the future Blue Jays. You may have heard the most recent episode with Caitlin and I. We're going to take a little break for a couple weeks, but we'll be back in no time. But we're also ready to be back today. Where it's, I'm going to do the housekeeping thing where I'm going to remind you to subscribe to The Athletic at theathletic.com slash spin rate. Today's show, talking about the future. Right now in Arizona, Arizona Fall League is in full swing. First week or so in the books. Blue Jays have sent a small contingent down there to Arizona. I believe they're playing for the Mesa Solar Sox. And there are some Jays like Leo Jimenez and some other guys. And the big one, of course, is Gabriel Moreno whose stock rose dramatically this year, had an amazing season at AA. So who better to go to for this episode of Spin Rate than I called up Ben Badler of Baseball America. Baseball America been in the prospect game forever. Nobody does it better other than Keith Law, who if you subscribe to The Athletic at theathletic.com slash spin rate, you can read what he says about prospects. But you can hear me talk to Ben, Baseball America, about Mourinho, about some of the other Jays, some names that maybe jumped up. Guys who maybe uh, caught his eye this season, and we're back in full swing. Prospects flying everywhere, minor league ball, comp- complex leagues, you know, down uh, in in the Caribbean as well. But I, with no further ado, I'm going to get out of your way. Before I do that, I of course want to say thank you to everybody who listened to Spin Rank this year. First season of the new show, having a great time. Appreciate your support. Appreciate the feedback. Appreciate the kind words. But let me go and talk to Ben Badler. Baseball America about some future Blue Jays on this edition of Spin Rate. Ben, thank you so much for taking the time. Oh, absolutely. Thank you for having me on. Appreciate it. 
No, it's uh, you're obviously uh, been following your work, and and there's, there's nobody that does um, that kind of prospect work better than than the folks over at Baseball America who've been doing it for so long, and and following you for for your coverage of, uh, of minor league teams and the, the July signings, all that stuff. It's uh, it's so valuable. It's such a big part of what I think it's a it's a bigger part of what baseball fandom kind of like is now. There's just so many more layers, and people are able to get into it. And I, I know that you know I love baseball growing up, but I didn't know who anybody was i would they would i would I, i'll never forget i played I, I attended alex rios's big league debut and i had never heard of him in my entire life i'm like oh look, there's some big tall kid playing right field that's cool i wonder if he's any good but like i feel like the fan experience is a little bit different now oh yeah it's and and the more you the more you follow it and the deeper you get into it the more you realize just how 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 much bigger it is than and you still even realize and hmm. and how much more there is to always be learning about the game whether it's prospects or just the game in general it's it's a constant both joy and struggle trying to keep up with all of the new new information and new understandings of the game that that we have but yeah there's just i, I we we dive so deep into everything in, in prospects and scouting and player development. And no matter how much we do, our, our readers and audience want us to go even deeper, which is, <laughs> which is awesome. But um, yeah, it's, it's something we we're we're super passionate about in, in what we do. So it's a, uh, um, it's a, it's a fun time of the year for it too. It feels like in some ways the, you know, working with, with prospects and kind of, projecting and thinking who's going to be what and what guys are going to be it can be so so like satisfying and vindicating but also really humbling i think because sometimes you'll see like that that that's what a big that's what a big leaguer looks like that guy i see him and he's he stands out on the field or his approach his swing his physicality whatever that that guy's going to be a star and then sometimes it just doesn't work out that way and it's again taking that's to me that's the also the information that you feel like i feel like you constantly be taking in and trying to like readjust how you see guys in the future. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, it's it's fun seeing guys come up like, you know, watching Vlad Jr. and, and Bo Bichette, especially when they were in double A in, in New Hampshire, got to see a ton of them. And it was like, oh man, like Vlad could be an MVP with, I mean, 80 hit and 80 power, potentially Bo Bichette. I mean, both of those guys live up to expectations, but there's so many guys where, gee, I mean, just the more, the more you do it, I feel like you, at least for me, and and it, I think it's true for a lot of people too. When they start writing about prospects, you you have a lot of confidence in your ability, and then the more you do it, you realize you might still have confidence in what you do, but like you said, you have some more humility just because you have a a longer track record of seeing guys you were wrong about. <laughs> and you just, I think it forces you to become a little bit more, uh, I think if you have some self-awareness, open-minded about guys where you, you might be wrong on and, and you might not need to have so much conviction in, <laughs> in your opinions sometimes. And um, cause you've just seen guys go on to prove you wrong, whether they've, you know, turned out better than you thought or plenty of, uh, plenty of busts along the way who you thought were going to be, you know, all stars or, um, you know, even everyday big leaguers who, who didn't, um, who I was going to say, who didn't live up to expectations, but I actually don't quite like that term. It's really more your expectations were probably wrong (laughs) about the player. 
Now, with all that being said, I think this is a great time to kind of pivot a little bit because you learn to be maybe, maybe not conservative, but you know, you 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 learn and you get wiser about the, that confidence, as you said. There's a player currently playing in Arizona, which was the, one of the reasons for us to start to, to chat. And he is the number one prospect now, I believe, in the Blue Jays farm system. And his name is Gabriel Moreno. And mm-hmm. on a recent Baseball America podcast, for example, some of the ways that he was described were not uh, conservative. They were not, uh, there was, there sounded like there was an incredible amount of conviction behind the belief in what, uh, what some of the, of the, the folks on the call and what some folks at Baseball America are feeling when they see Gabriel Mourinho. So really start off right off the top. Like, what is it that makes everyone so excited about what they are seeing from this, you know, catcher in the Blue Jay system? Yeah, it's, it's, um, you know, it's interesting because last year was such a difficult year to rank prospects, obviously, right? Like there was no there was no minor league season. Guys were at the alternate training site, uh, an instructional league, and, and there was some winter ball. But it's it's not the same, obviously, as having a normal minor league season. And Moreno didn't even start out at the alternate training site. He got there at the end. And the reviews on him there were really good, like really, really good. But he wasn't there for that long. And mm-hmm. sometimes hard to know how much to take away from, from the, that environment. He's good in winter ball, too, I believe, in, in Venezuela, if I'm remembering right. And But again, it wasn't a huge sample. So he seemed like a guy who could break out. But I definitely did not expect just, just how glowing the reviews were going to be from scouts. I mean, we, we have him as a top 10 prospect in baseball right now. He's number eight on our, our current top 100. When we redo our lists, you know, coming up uh, after, you know, after our full offseason rankings, he's still going to be extremely high because the, the feedback that we got, I mean, look, obviously the performance I think is pretty obvious in mm-hmm. itself, but and and he did get hurt. He didn't play the full season. I, I get that. But he did play quite a bit. And when he was on the field, I mean, both offensively and defensively, it it seems like pretty much every pro scout we talked to from other organizations, they were all just raving about him. He he's always been a a very athletic catcher with very good hand-eye coordination. I think over the last few years he's gone the the Blue Jays have done a very good job to helping him develop as a hitter because he has that innate hand-eye coordination to make a lot of contact but he's added some more I think you know bigger more dynamic movements into his swing and he's gotten stronger too and all of that has really helped him drive the ball with with more power with more impact Uh, he gets good reviews too behind the plate so I mean, I'm not saying he's Adley Rushman. I think Adley Rushman is the best catching prospect in in baseball, and I I think he's the number one overall prospect in in baseball. Obviously, Julio Rodriguez and and Bobby Witt Jr. are, are pretty talented guys themselves, but I, I think Moreno is is the number two catcher in baseball. And it's you know when we have a guy in our top ten, 
it's not like we're all that smart. Just it, it, those are the guys where everybody is telling us, "Hey, this guy is is really, really, really talented." The the track record historically of, I mean, even just the especially position prospects. Pitchers are are a little more hit and miss, but certainly position prospects. If you look historically, who have ranked in our top twenty five overall prospects, the track record on those guys is is excellent. The track record of guys who've been in the top ten is even better. Um, so again, it's, it's not like, you know, we have some great prescience here on, um, on Gabriel Moreno. It's just everybody we talk to pretty much is, is raving about him. So it's, it's hard to put him, (laughs) uh, too much lower than, than the top 10. We'll be right back with more spin rate, but first check this out. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone. Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. Hey, Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get DirecTV. What's little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream DirecTV over the internet now. Oh, sure. Next you're going to tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? (laughs) You mean airplanes? Stream DirecTV without a satellite dish. Visit DirecTV.com. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. I'm really glad the way that you broke that down because I think it makes a ton of sense because I, I'm on the outside or if you just you know, cover the game as the game, sometimes you, the thing I've always been struggling with is like, how do guys get better? Like, what is it that makes them better? And then when you hear to hear you describe that with Gabriel Mourinho, I think is really telling because it's like, number one, the body changes and then the swing changes along with it and the, and the body and the swing work together and then the results start to change because yeah you can be yeah this guy hit 373 in double a and it's like okay that's great but like when you fill it backfill it with that other stuff i think that that is that is where this kind of pros- maybe where this prospect helium comes from and a guy can really like shoot up the rankings where it's that marriage of performance and the the visual evaluation as well that that Again, starts to scream to you, this is a big league player as soon as he can has the opportunity, basically. Yeah, and I think especially so when you're signing players as teenagers, whether it's you know a 17, 18-year-old kid out of high school or, or in Moreno's case, uh, I forget if he was 16 or 17 when he signed out of Venezuela. But he, I mean, he signs, and you look at his numbers in, in the Dominican Summer League when he debuted, he he barely struck out there, but I, mm-hmm. I believe his I mean his average is his on base and his slug all started with a two, right? Like he yeah. just he didn't he didn't have any power, but he made a ton of contact. Uh even I think in the Gulf Coast League the next year, sometimes it was like put the ball in play to his own detriment <laughs> at times just because he can make contact with that pitch on on the black away in uh you know in a 2-0 count doesn't mean you should swing at that but or probably in his case even off the plate he can make contact with it um so i think it's it's yeah it's that combination of just maturity as a hitter 
the swing changes we talked about and and getting stronger it it's it's a some some of the you know that core skill of being able to make contact the hand eye coordination the athleticism that's all still there but some of the the changes that he's made with with the blue jays hitting coaches there i think have really um helped him helped him take off over over the last couple of years and and it's something you know maybe we would have seen it last year i, I mean i think obviously with the benefit of hindsight we probably would have but mm-hmm. uh we really started to see it a lot more um this year at least when when he was healthy so when it comes to arizona fall league what is it that you are gonna or we're looking for from a guy like Mourinho. So he, I, my guess is, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, that he's mostly there to get reps. You mentioned that he was injured and, and he did get, um, you know, barely 150 you know, plate appearances this year between double A and then, uh, and then triple A as well. So it's more of just getting him reps, but, but because the, I guess maybe the Arizona Fall League competition is a bit of a mixed bag. So just, just seeing him get his legs under him and, and seeing his timing and maybe it's not the, prime time for evaluation but if you're there watching him these are the kind of things you'll be looking for yeah i think the the arizona fall league is is perfect for somebody like him who just missed a lot of time during the season due to injuries i think there's a lot of guys who don't really need to go there you know you played a full 140 game season it makes sense to or you know normally you know normally you play a full 140 game season and it makes sense to just to rest sometimes in in the off season, or, or maybe you have a younger player who you want to challenge uh, a little bit more. Maybe they play at the A ball level, and, and you want to see him face some upper level guys um, in the AFL. But yeah, for Moreno, it's it's just a perfect opportunity to um, you know get some more get some more repetitions against a lot of pitchers who are you know double A to triple A equivalent arms. A lot of teams don't send their best. Um, pitching prospects there, but it's, it's still, you know, comparable guys that you'll be facing and, um, you know, that you would otherwise face and say double A or triple A, or, or sometimes a little bit lower too, even if they're not the, the top prospects, but I mean, let's face it, even the guys who are not like big prospects are still throwing, you know, 94, 95, a lot of times. So, mm-hmm. um, it's still, still a good way for, like you said, him to, uh, you know, make up for some lost time and and just get some get some more reps on the field. So, changing gears a little bit, there's another player uh, that maybe you know some Blue Jays fans might might know uh, who is also there uh, in Arizona Fall League named uh, Leo Jimenez, who kind of spent uh, spent a big chunk of the season at uh, at A ball. I'm guessing looks like he drew a lot of walks. I don't know if if, if you have any insight or if what maybe what you know. I feel like guys like Leo Jimenez, it feels like there's maybe lots of them, you know, kind of like a mid, kind of mid-teens sort of within the team rank, a uh, guy that could put it all together and be, and become a utility guy. I'm not sure what you're, you and the team uh, at Baseball America have seen on Leo Jimenez, but uh, anything that you could let some Jays fans know would be, uh, would be great. Yeah, he, he's a really unusual guy because, I mean, like you just you probably look up his stats right now and you can see – She's a, a 500 on base percentage mm-hmm. or over 500. I mean, that's again, another guy who didn't play a ton this year, but it's, I mean, we were looking it up. It's been a while since a guy I think has posted a 500 on base percentage in the minor leagues. And obviously caveats apply because it, it, you know, I think it was only 50 something games um, that he did play this year. 
but he he has developed in a, in a really unusual or or unexpected way. I think at least what what I expected because when he signed, he was a very very smart, just like high baseball IQ, instinctive, fundamentally sound player, uh, especially at at shortstop in in the field, but not like super explosive, not a ton of like really big loud tools that that you would see from from some of his other peers but um you know had had a good clock for the game and, and that showed up at the plate too you can obviously see in his his strike zone judgment uh but some of the you know some of the question marks were you know would he ever get strong enough to hit the ball with with enough impact or would he go more you know like remember the jays had kevin vicuña for for a while, you know, a really slick fielding shortstop they signed out of Venezuela, uh, and just never really got strong enough and, and materialized offensively. So, all right, is that was that going to happen with Jimenez? Well, like last year, he he showed up. I mean, real bulked up and and stronger and looked really good physically, and and it sounds like he's hitting the ball. You know, you know, harder than than he was uh, a couple of years ago, but it hasn't translated obviously into game power mm-hmm. output for him. So you have a, a again, he's still a really smart, instinctive player who really does a great job of of controlling the strike zone and and getting on base. But it's it's really hard to have that profile where where it's all of your offensive value right now is in just drawing walks to get on base. And he, and he does put the ball in play a lot. So that is another thing that he has going for him too. But um, can he, can he unlock more power? I think there, there's some in there, uh, but it's, it's a really unusual profile as a guy who's you know who has gotten stronger and answered questions there uh, but hasn't been able to have that power materialize in game now if you want to be optimistic about it, i mean gabriel moreno is a great example of mm-hmm. of somebody who um you know made some swing adjustments for himself to uh, um to get into more power uh but it's not like it's not like he's, you know, generating a lot of loft and and driving the ball well in the air now, and you're just waiting for power to come with more strength because the the strength is there now. It's just it hasn't resulted in power production. But also, don't want to overlook the obvious that he, you know, posted over a 500 on base percentage this year and and has you know good contact skills and and strike zone discipline. So there are definitely some things there to like, but it's. It's a very unusual, um, unusual profile, I think, to see. Seems like the kind of guy that you would maybe continue to challenge and say, like, can you continue to do that? Can you be this high, this unusual profile guy against the next level of pitching? Like, can a uh, can double A pitchers figure you out, or will you figure them out? It, it, it'll be he's. An, it seems like the way you describe him in particular makes him like an interesting player to watch to see how he how the next kind of year or year and a half goes for him. Now you mentioned. Yeah. Yeah. I think oh, he's sorry. one of the, yeah, I was just, I think he's one of the better prospects in their, in their system. It's just a very unusual, uh, I guess, shape to his skill set. You could put it that way. 
No, I, I like that. that. That makes a lot of sense to me. That, that you know, it's this different different pile. It's compiled in a different way, even though it's the same amount. More spin rate coming up right after these words from our sponsors. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. I don't want to, again, I don't want to take too much of your time, but you mentioned, I'm not sure uh, off the air, that you are just there in Boston. So you perhaps get to see the Blue Jays in, uh, in Manchester more or, or the, the double A, uh, New Hampshire, what are they, Fisher Cats, uh, based in Fisher Manchester. Cats. Yeah, yeah. Is there anybody on that team that, that really caught your eye? I, I guess maybe like Jordan Groshans is sort of the top prospect who's, who spent the bulk of the season there. Um, you know, he's probably again a name that a lot of Blue Jays fans know. Uh, what were what were some of the your observations, or anybody else who may have jumped off the page for you? Jumped off the page, jumped off the field uh, when you were when you at some of the Fisher Cats games you may have caught this year. The the, the guy who came through New Hampshire, who's I think is really interesting, is Otto Lopez hmm. because I mean he everywhere he's gone, he's hit. I don't think he's like the flashiest guy by any means and and he's you know when he was in the lower levels of the system it was always like well is, is this gonna keep working like he seems to have good bats of ball skills and manages his bats well uh but it's it's not a lot of power it doesn't seem like a guy who's gonna grow into a lot of power obviously sometimes players can can surprise you in terms of power development so i do generally like to bet on guys who do have good barrel feel and, and make a lot of contact and, and develop power um, later on. Uh, I, I think there's probably some more power in BP than what shows up in games, but um, I, I don't know that that's ever going to be a big part of, of his game. Um, and it's, you know, probably not a, a shortstop long-term, uh, you know, maybe play there a little bit, uh, but, probably fits best, you know, moving elsewhere around the, the diamond. And, you know, it just, it, he skipped a level, uh, obviously a caveat of, you know, there was no minor league season mm-hmm. last year, but he handled it extremely well. He kept hitting at double a, he kept hitting it at triple a. Uh, I'm not saying he's going to be an, an all-star for, for the blue Jays, but I, I think his skill set has some type of role at, at the major league level, um, you know, whether it's, you know, some at, at second base or, or filling in, in in the outfield, just just moving around the moving around the diamond as, as a utility type guy with a, a good bat who can who can put the ball in play uh, a lot and, and hopefully grow into, you know, maybe not huge power, but enough power to to drive the ball with uh, a little bit more more impact. So I, I think he's done a good job of you know, showing that, yeah, this skill set he has is going to continue to work when he, when he faces more, more advanced pitching. Well, he did get to the big leagues this year and everything, and he got a single plate appearance and he struck out. So 
All kinds of caveats go with your with your scouting report. <laughs> Unfortunately, I, I, I hate to be the one to tell you, but uh, one strikeout, one plate appearance, it's uh, cast a lot of doubt on his future. All right, well, we'll take uh, him off the Blue Jays top thirty then. <laughs> I think it's fair. I think it's only fair. Uh, ben, let uh, let uh, everyone listening where, know where they can find you and where they can find your work and uh, what what's coming up and what will I'm sure be a busy offseason of Baseball America. Yeah, we're working right now at uh, Baseball America on the prospect handbook, so. Uh, Blue Jays top 30 prospects and, and scouting reports, obviously, and, and the top 30s for uh, for every club in in baseball is in there. So we've got our pre-orders available now at baseballamerica.com, and, and we'll be releasing top tens and uh, all kinds of other information on prospects and, and Arizona Fall League players for uh, Blue Jays, and obviously all the other uh, clubs as well. So it's. Uh, uh, busy time of year. We're we're juggling a whole whole bunch of things at once, but uh, it's fun to have a have a lot of things going on at once as opposed to last year. So I'm uh, quite quite happy with it. The good kind of busy, and you can of course follow uh, Ben on Twitter as well at uh, Ben Badler. All one word. Ben, thank you so much. I really appreciate you taking the time. This was a great chat. I really uh, I think I learned a lot. Oh, thanks, Drew. I appreciate that. Uh, hopefully, we'll uh, we'll chat again soon. All right. Thanks again to Ben Badler of Baseball America for taking the time to chat with me. Really exciting to hear. And, and, and I said it when I was talking to him, but it really made sense to me because the way that he broke down what has made Mourinho's stock rise, body change, swing change, swing change and body change coming together, results, and then the other eyes on from other baseball evaluators, people who have skin in the game, people whose opinions mean things to their own credibility. When they're saying stuff, and, and I referenced that uh, the Baseball America podcast with um, with Josh uh, Josh Norris, who was just saying unbelievable things about about uh, about Gabri- Gabby Mourinho and, and and you know passing on comments that others have have said about somebody said that they live in Boston but they walk to Arizona to watch Mourinho play. Um, it's really exciting. It's really exciting, and it and it's something that obviously you can't bet on. You can't uh, if you're the Blue Jays, you don't want to go too far and, and install Mourinho as your catcher of the present. But with Mourinho, with Jansen, with with Alejandro Kirk, the Blue Jays, if, if nothing else, have some options. They have some options, and having more catchers than than guys to than spots on the roster to 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 hold the down, not a bad problem to have. Not even a bad problem to have in the slightest. So really exciting, really interesting that to, to, that he uh, that Ben mentioned Otto Lopez as well, who as I mentioned uh, a little cameo with the Blue Jays, a single plate appearance. Somebody to keep their your eye on. Maybe if you are looking for a different version of what Bravik Valera offered the Blue Jays this season, potentially. Um and uh and and Leo Jimenez as well. Again, like there's a the Blue Jays have a lot of talent and it, it takes on different forms and takes on different uh, shapes and sizes and guys who could have different kinds of trajectories as on their way to the big leagues or on their way to helping out that big league team. So exciting time. Thanks again to Ben. Make sure you check him out. Make sure if you don't already, you can subscribe to Baseball America and uh, and get that prospect handbook. One of my favorite things for Baseball America is they do the top tools. Which uh, had a lot of quite a few Blue Jays on it in terms of top tools in the game. Vladdy's uh, bat, Vladimir uh, Guerrero Jr.'s bat showed up quite a few times. Jose Barrios' curveball among the best uh, pitches in the game, among the best curveballs 
in the American League. And uh, also, if you're me and you get a kick out of seeing Shohei Otani having like the most power and the fastest runner and the best changeup, which is this splitter, which is just those three things shouldn't be together, but they are in one guy. And he's going to win the MVP. But anyway, that's it. We're going to get out of your hair. We'll talk to you again soon in a few weeks back here on The Athletic on Spinner. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.